welcome to this special all-star edition of the Sports Sermon here on the Voice Podcast Network. This is your host, Parker Houston. I'm a little bit under the weather today. I apologize for the voice. Today with me, we have New York's favorite jazz fan, Cam Smith. How's Cam, say hi to the people. <laughs> How's it? How you guys doing? And we have, first time I've done a podcast with this guy also, uh, New York's not their favorite Knicks fan. There's a lot of Knicks fan in New York, but you might be one of the favorites. There's a lot of them, but uh, what's up, everybody? That's Umar. Um, so today, we are going to go ahead and redraft the All-Star game, um, considering the fact that, of course, as everyone knows, Pelican center DeMarcus Cousins has gone out with a, is it an Achilles injury, I think? Yeah, Achilles it's injury. Achilles, yeah. Um, the same injury that took down Kobe. Um, these are uh, tough injury times in the NBA right now. We've had a lot of those, and this one especially sucks. And I've always been a fan of DeMarcus Cousins' game. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, it's tough because Boogie was, like, finally in the right spot, you know. He's yeah. been stuck in Sacramento for, like, years and years where he just wasn't able to, you know, get to the playoffs, and now he's finally in that spot. But, you know, it's a shame. Yeah. Um, so today, knowing this information, we think that maybe LeBron and Curry would have picked their teams differently. I think we all agree on that. Um, so, of course, as usual, Team LeBron will start. Umar will be Team LeBron, and uh, Cam's going to be Team Curry today. So, as you all know, um, LeBron has the first pick, and then Curry will have the first pick of the starters, or of the reserves, excuse me, and it'll just alternate from there. So, um, do you want to get started? Sure, let's go. All right, Umar, with the number one pick in the 2018 All-Star NBA Draft, Team LeBron selects. We got to go with Kevin Durant. Mm -hmm. I like the pick, I like the pick, as always. Can you give a little rationale after all your picks, too? I'd appreciate sure, um, I mean, KD is arguably you know number two number three in the NBA right now I think it'd be pretty crazy to pick someone else he can do like especially if you think about an all-star game can score anywhere he wants so I think that's the best pick for LeBron all right Cam what's the counter no yeah I think that's I think that's a fair pick but uh for number two I'm gonna take Giannis uh I think he's right there he's the top of the pack uh it's interesting that uh Kawhi has been out for the almost the whole season but um, those those five guys really round out the top of the league, in my opinion. So, also Giannis is kind of one of the only guys on the board who can guard either LeBron or KD effectively. Um, Umar, your pick. I'm gonna give uh, LeBron props for his GM skills. I'm gonna go with Anthony Davis. <laughs> well done, keeping it chalked this far. Uh, yeah, um, but yeah, AD. I mean, you know, one of the best bigs in the NBA, especially now the boogie's out. Can't really go wrong with the pick. All right. Cam? That's fair. Uh, I'm going to go Harden with the next pick. Um, I, I don't know how I feel about AD so high. I, I know that everybody else has a very, very high opinion of him. Uh, I do think some of the guards are just a little bit more valuable. I think they do a little bit more for their teams than AD does. Uh, despite having AD and Cousins this whole season to the Pelicans, you know they're not doing amazingly well. Mm -hmm. You see teams like the Spurs and Minnesota doing better in the rankings, so that's just my opinion on that one. Yeah. It is interesting to point out that Harden almost by himself last year led his team to a good record, while Davis by himself was not very good and with Cousins is about average. Um, but um, you can basically throw that up to, in my opinion, the coaching staff. Um, I'm not a big Gentry guy. I don't know about yeah, you guys. Yeah, I'm not either. Gentry's not good. Um, so Umar, Team LeBron, pick um, number well, four or three. Like DeMarcus yeah. is out. This changes things. I'm going to have to go with... Kyrie. Kyrie Irving. Interesting. 
Do we think, um, how do we feel about LeBron actually picking Kyrie in real life? Do you guys have any opinion on that? I mean, it's I, it's cool. I wanted to see Kyrie on the other team, to be honest, just mm-hmm. to see Kyrie like get a couple ISO possessions on LeBron, maybe yeah. see what he could do. But, I mean, it, it'll be nice to see him play again. Yeah, I really don't know how much beef there is between LeBron and Kyrie. I know it's kind of hyped up, like, I wanted to get out of there and find a new place. But I think the current team actually has, has been struggling a lot more. I mean, they dropped Richard Jefferson who is one of their big chemistry guys. And now there's, I mean, there's so much talk going on with the Cavs are having issues. Derrick Rose is getting heat constantly. Mm-hmm. Kevin Love has been, like, getting openly bashed in the media for some reason. Like, they had a team meeting a couple of weeks ago, and there's been nonstop talk about uh, Kevin Love is part of the problem and people are skipping practice or they're not even practicing is one of the things that they're saying. Mm-hmm. So... It's hard to uh, get a team together with so many new players when you just don't practice, period. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, Cam, your counter. Uh, so do I think I have to take a front court because I've already got Harden. You got Curry. you have two back court and yeah, so you got to take front court guys. Yeah, so I'm pretty comfortable taking Embiid right here. Uh, that might be actually a- hold on. Is that the actual rules? I think the actual rules are you can build it from whoever you want. I think you, you can want. build it however you uh-huh. want. Yeah. I think they're voted in front court, back court. Yeah, but yeah, but you, you can you pick, vote, you, yeah, as long as it's starter, you can yeah, pick them. as long as it's starter. Because um, Curry's team, as it's currently constructed, has Harden, DeRozan, and, and right, Steph together. Right, three guards, yeah, yeah. So, right. you don't have to pick Embiid if you don't want Embiid. All righty, then. Well, if I can if I can take a guard, I'm going to take Westbrook, I think. No, well, you, <laughs> you can't take a reserve. Starters, yeah. It's got to be a yeah. starter. Well, yep. well, and and for, the, for the people out there, we're replacing um, DeMarcus Cousins in this draft with Draymond Green because he finished fourth in the West. Um, so he's going to be the last uh, starter, mm. quote unquote. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Then Embiid's Embiid's uh, more than okay with me. All right. Why Embiid over um, Draymond? I I think Draymond's had a little bit of a down year. Uh, I mean Embiid, this is his first real uh, chance to get actual playing time, and he's been a monster. I mean nobody wants to play against Embiid. Every night he's got highlights coming out. So I'm a big believer in the process, as many of us here at the Voice are. All right, Umar. Who I'm going to go with DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan. Yeah, I mean, it's either him or Draymond, and I don't think anyone wants to watch Draymond playing an all-star game. But are you going to – it's about winning, though. No, I still uh-huh. think – even then, I mean, like, the thing about Draymond is he's best for defense and ball movement, mm-hmm. two things that you won't find in the game, to be honest. Yeah, but are, are we trying to – are we like, is this exercise about picking an all-star game team, or are we trying to win the game? I, I would think that, like – Yeah, I, I mean – yeah, if if I was just trying to like win like a regular basketball game uh-huh. or a seven game series or a seven game series, then I might go with Draymond. Then so are you yeah, sticking DeRozan or Draymond? Are we are we are we doing All Star Game mock or are we doing like a, a more of a like a build your team like best? Well, we can keep. What do you guys think? What do you guys think the best way to I go like, about like, like who has the better team is? Is this who gonna, who's going to be better in All Star Game format? I like one game. It's a one game series. One, one game just the All Star Game. Okay. Um, that's tough. All right, I think. I That'd think be I'll fair. G- Dre doesn't really fit with your team. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, I could. He could work. I, th- I think he could work. All right, who? Final I'll position. go. I'll go with Draymond. Then. Go with Draymond. Yeah. All right, and so that leaves Cam with DeRozan. DeRozan, the much maligned, ever last pick of all All Star drafts, it seems. <laughs> Although it turns out in the actual draft, it looks like he, if we're to believe that NBC Sports thing. He didn't go last, actually. Kyrie went last. Um, so we're going to move on to the subs. Now this time, Cam will have the first pick. 
So Westbrook is on the board then, mm-hmm. and I, I'll gladly draft him. There we go. Some size from Umar over yeah, here. I definitely want Westbrook, but Westbrook and KD together. That would be nice. I mean, they played. Uh-huh. They played um, last year in the, when they were doing West versus East. True. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, they did. Uh-huh. They played pretty well together. Um, let me see. Who can I get? I think I need some shooting, so I'm probably gonna steal Steph's first pick with uh, Damian Lillard. Hmm. Okay. L- the Lillard Westbrook matchup will be fun. Actually, yeah, in this definitely. Game. All right, Cam. I've got some front court issues on my team now because I'm I'm really top heavy with Curry, Harden, and Westbrook. So I think I'm going to uh, actually grab Lamarcus Aldridge. Mm. I um, like that pick. Yeah, I th- I do think he gets a bad rap. Uh, the Spurs are doing really well this year. They're battling for the third seed right now, and they're missing Kawhi. I mean, yep. Aldridge is out there playing with basically D leaguers, and they're one of the best teams in the league. So. Even though uh, there's some maybe more popular picks, I, I like Aldridge. I will not have you slander um, Deontay Murray like that, by the way. <laughs> better take that back. I mean, he's one um, of the only players that they kept, really. Mm-hmm. True. Umar, you up next. I will pick the hometown guy, Chris Depp's Porzingis. Mm, mm-hmm. I was waiting on that. I think that's yeah. a little late, honestly, for Porzingis. Yeah, yeah even, for but... sure, for sure. So this sets up a Porzingis versus Embiid matchup at some point in the game. Yeah, definitely. That would be pretty cool to watch. Love that. Um, Cam, you're up next. Um, all right, so I'm gonna have to take Clay Thompson uh, as mm-hmm. the next one. Nobody gets hotter than Clay Thompson, really. Oh. Response? That I'm gonna take Bradley Beal. Okay. Yeah. Similar players here going. Yeah, I think as a shooter, Beal is right up there. Obviously, maybe not as prolific as Thompson, but right. He's definitely one of the best shooters in the league. So. And he's up there as a defender, too. He's yeah. sort of just a light Clay Thompson. Exactly. With a little more driving ability. Yeah. All right, Cam, what you got? Uh, the next one, I'm going to have to take Carl uh, Anthony Towns. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure how we're going to do on defense here, but, I mean, we have so much offense that it's 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 kind of ridiculous. Looks so. like you're relying a lot on Bead. The defense. Yeah. How many minutes can you play and beat in an All Star game? Yeah. I mean, I hope he can. I hope he can throw down. You think Brett really Brown's gonna come out and yell at you if you play <laughs> forty minutes? Well, I'm running with DeAnthony right now, so I, I mean, maybe the offense is fine. I guess. I guess with DeAnthony, you don't really have to have him beat in the paint that much. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Maybe we can go small. Yeah. What you got, Umar? What's next? I'm gonna pick Paul George. Interesting pick that Paul George goes this early with him originally not even making the yeah, All-Star I, game. Yeah, I mean, I think he was definitely one of the biggest snubs. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, if you're talking about in, in a series, I mean, he's one of the best defenders in the league. Yeah. can shoot threes, can make plays. Yeah, I mean, especially in, in the one-game series context, I think Paul George is pretty important. But when you look at when you look at the league as a whole, Paul George is one of people like on, on, a, on a big team like the Thunder. So he's already behind the popular Carmelo and mm-hmm. the super popular... Westbrook, he's got Adams on his side. They're they're kind of they struggled in the beginning of the season. I think that really held him down. He kind of he kind of had problems integrating with the Thunder offense. And uh, but lately though, the Thunder have been one of the better teams in the league. They're on the they're on the longest win streak in the league by far. They've won eight in a row now. So Paul George, I think, is been disadvantaged by the way that the All Star uh, voting works. It's going to be kind of tough win. And he and Paul George finished fifth in the voting, by the way in terms of, like, starters. So right after Draymond would have been um, Paul George. Oh, right, yeah. um, he finished actually ahead of LaMarcus Aldridge and ahead of Carl Anthony Towns. 
Um, and what's funny is Kawhi Leonard is the next player on the list due to the fan vote. Um, followed by Carmelo and then Kyle Kuzma, actually. Shout out to Kyle <laughs> Kuzma. Oh, my God. Um, and uh, so I... The loss of Roberson, though, is going to hurt them a lot, I think. Absolutely. No, yeah. The the injury bug is kind of mm-hmm. is really changing up the league, especially in the Western Conference. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Maybe it'll move the East and the West a little closer together. Yeah, could be. Yeah. It was interesting when um when uh, Donovan went, because he used to have Roberson, he was guarding twos. Or, yeah, they had yeah. him guarding the two, and then um, it was George was guarding threes and Mello was guarding fours. But they switched it to have George guard the two and Roberson guard the four. Wow, and that was like a big change that they did, and I I think you can attribute a lot of that to Billy Donovan's coaching, because that that like immediately after Ro- I mean Roberson's a tough guy like Mello at this point of his career does not want to guard big dudes like that anymore. So, all right, and it's Cam Spit, correct? Yep. Okay, I'm kind of kind of weak here on the defensive end, so um, this is kind of an odd pick, but I'm going to take Oladipo. Okay. I like him for uh, some of the guys that you've got. I like him on Kyrie a little bit, actually. Maybe maybe Beal if he's got to get him. So, and yeah. I like him with Westbrook too. Yeah, that's another good play one. Together. Yeah. Although we don't know if Westbrook will just or Westbrook will just immediately make Oladipo revert back to his old form. <laughs> this is true. I mean, Oladipo looks like he's in uh, uh, the running for most improved player this year. I yeah. mean, he's on the paces, but. They've they've really not better than expected. I mean, there wasn't much going on on that team. So, shouts out to Oladipo for having a great year. Easily. In terms of, like, purely this year production, he's at least equal to Paul George, who he was traded for along Absolutely. with Sabonis. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh-huh. All right, next pick. I'm going to go with Horford. Horford. Yeah, he's not the flashiest player, but I do need another backup big, and can pass, rebound, can shoot the ball, so he fulfills like everything I need. I also really like Horford in the context of winning an All-Star game, just because there's a like all of these guys that are out here, guys like DeRozan, guys like Westbrook, guys like Harden. I'm just naming your guys, though, it seems like at least. Um, but are all really high-usage guys who are yeah, always have the ball in their that's hands. That's true. Um, on your side, LeBron, Kyrie, guys like yeah. that. And so Horford's a guy who doesn't need the ball, but he'll set screens, he'll hit open shots, play defense, and that's sort of more scalable than... Having, for example, if Team LeBron, which I think they did in real life, Team LeBron picked Westbrook, correct? Yeah, they did. I never see LeBron and Westbrook playing on the, on the court together. No. Like I don't, I don't think that's gonna happen. So, yeah, Westbrook's a tricky player. I mean, he he's absolutely phenomenal, and nobody can nobody can doubt that. But there is definitely some issues when when he's got the ball, he does not like giving it away. <laughs> so uh, with with that pick, I'm going to go with uh, Jimmy Butler. Nice. Um, along the same vein, he can he can guard a range of players, and he's often the guy that has to get the number one uh, option for the other team. So I think that's solid. Mm-hmm. I need a point guard, so I'm gonna. I might just end up leaving LeBron's man Kevin Love to hang, but uh, <laughs> I'm probably gonna go with uh, John Wall. John Wall, okay. Why not Lowry? I think Wall is a better defender, mm-hmm. and if it comes down to it in terms of playmaking, I think Wall is just like the prototypical point guard that you want. I'd actually take Lowry on defense over Wall. I don't know how you really? feel about that, Cam. Yeah. Really? Uh, I guess Wall's more of a steals guy yeah, than Lowry. I, mean, I think Wall is also more athletic, and that definitely helps. True. Maybe in an all-star game, yeah. guarding elite guys. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. 
Lowry might be your night tonight guy. And with that pick, uh, I'm going to take Gavin Love because I'm not really trying to get Lowry. Yeah, I don't see Lowry in a West. Well, actually, the thing about Lowry, though, is out of all the point guards in this draft, he's probably the best at a low usage role other than Curry, which you can't you can't pick a team for Curry, obviously. But in terms of an mm-hmm. off-ball point guard, no, I agree with I'm that. I'm not quite sure I, I trust any of these other guys other than Lowry. No, I definitely agree. A lot of these guys often have to have the ball in their hands. Maybe, maybe if you're talking like shooting guards, but. All right, and that leaves Umar with Kevin Love, which. Oh, no, no. He's with got the Lowry. Sorry, with Actually, Kyle Lowry. Yeah. So Lowry was the last pick of our draft. So you guys take a minute to look over your rosters, and I want to hear who you guys would play in crunch time. It's uh, it's let's well, it's an all star game. So I was gonna say it's ninety eight, ninety eight, but it's probably like one hundred and fifty three <laughs> to one hundred and fifty four. There are there's a minute thirty on the clock. Who are you putting in? All right, I I can go first for this one because yep. mine might be a little bit more clear cut. I'm definitely gonna have Curry in the game. Um, I think I think Harden's gonna take a seat. Okay, defense. I, uh, I think for a host of reasons, of Curry. Okay. I mean, Curry is just one of the one of the more clutch players in the league. You want him yeah. to be in the in the final that minutes. Huge shot he, over. He's always going to be hitting some yeah. crazy yeah. three. Yeah. Yep. So then I'm uh, after Curry. I'm going to have Clay Thompson in the game. I just think okay. he's making buckets no matter what's going on. He's not really going to be phased by what time of the game it is. Nice chemistry there. Um, I'm going to have Giannis. In there, uh, I'm going to have Embiid at the five, and I guess Aldridge at the four. Interesting. For my crunch time players. So, Umar, what would you counter with there? Because he is playing two traditional bigs. I think you have that a chance true. to, um, with with the switchability of your, especially your threes, with Kyrie and, or with KD and LeBron. Yeah, this is this is interesting. All right, so definitely Kyrie. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, one of the most clutch players there. Uh, LeBron's obviously going to be in there. Uh-huh. Every Kyrie versus Steph game, for some reason, is They're incredible. They're amazing. They really are phenomenal. Uh-huh. Yeah. We were watching the Celtics game the other night, yeah. and both of them went off for yeah. Yeah, something like close to 40 Someone dropped 48, each. someone yeah. dropped 37. Yeah, they combined yeah. for over 80 and yeah. something. They were like, was it like 13 for 16 or something absurd on three? Yeah, I think they combined for like, like 70% that. true yeah. shooting, uh-huh. like absolutely insane. Also speaks a little bit to defense, but hey. That is true, yeah. Um, I'm going to put Paul George in there because okay. he can play some crunch time defense on, honestly, three out of five of his players for sure. Yeah. Um, from there, KD's got to be in there. Mm-hmm. KD, you honestly have to have. I yeah. really think he's probably the most clutch player in the league. Mm-hmm. He probably is. Yeah, would you give year, him the ball at the end? At the, if it's one shot, actually, I don't know. Between Kyrie and KD, that's tough. One shot, I'm giving it to KD. I don't know if anybody in the league, I'm giving it to KD. Yeah, KD could probably get the best He's shot, but like, I think Kyrie makes the toughest shots in the NBA. Like, that shot uh-huh. over Curry in Game 7, like, it was yeah, uh-huh. it was an insanely tough shot to make. Because it's yeah. just Curry was all over him, too. Well, it depends on who's guarding him, obviously. That's but true. Kyrie's almost a superior creator-creator, but KD can hit all KD can just shoot KD over just anybody. Yeah, he just shoots over anyone He can shoot over anybody. Can you shoot over Giannis, though? That's true. What I would do is if we uh-huh. could run a pick and roll and get Kyrie matched up with Curry, then I'm just giving it to him and letting mm. him rock. But if uh-huh. I can't, then I'm giving it to KD to make something happen. Well, I think I think Clay is probably going to be. Yeah, I would just like run some pick and rolls and try to get the switch. Yeah. And then if that, just let him go. And then I was thinking about this. I was going to go AD, but I'm actually going to go with Draymond. 
Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So the Golden State War the Golden State Warriors are all on the court. Yeah. Yeah. Why why Dre over I AD? think A D is great, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't be going to him for a bucket at this point. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of his strengths over Draymond is obviously his scoring. Because mm-hmm. if I have these offensive players, I don't really need him. Right. I think Draymond is just the, one of the best defensive anchors in the league, even if he's not the one making the play. Uh-huh. He'll be shuffling someone to the right spot so K D could get a block or mm-hmm. PG could get a steal. And I think that's gonna make the difference. That's true. I guess defensively K D Davis and Dre all together are a little redundant. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I was thinking the same thing. Just to enumerate, I've got on the on the floor, I've got Curry, Clay, Giannis, Aldridge, and Embiid. And if you, Umar's got go Kyrie, LeBron, Paul George, Kevin Durant, and Draymond. So I've definitely got the size on him. He really doesn't have somebody that can guard Embiid uh, if it comes down to it. You don't think Draymond guard Embiid? I, I don't think, think so, dude. Uh-huh. I, I would really, love to see Embiid and Draymond. Embiid's got so much size on Draymond. Uh-huh. Um, so would you, seeing that he throws out this quote-unquote small lineup, would you sub Aldridge out? I would sub Aldridge out, See, yeah. Having gone first, I would probably throw in, um, I guess Oladipo? I don't, I, don't, I don't know. That'd be interesting, just defensively. Yeah, I don't like Aldridge in there if I if I got to redo mine. But I am pretty comfortable with the with the five that I put out. And uh-huh. I, I mean, Curry in the clutch is just as good as as is almost as good I should say as Kevin Durant. And those mm-hmm. are really going to be the two guys that are going to be on the floor are going to be with the ball. Yeah. I mean, maybe LeBron, but if I think LeBron would know to defer to Kevin Durant in that in that final moment. Mm-hmm. He probably will, but he'll probably have the ball in his hands I, most of the time. I think yeah. LeBron would be the one maybe creating the play for mm-hmm. KD to get like a more open shot. Do you think Draymond offensively is a little redundant there? Because Draymond's biggest offensive skill is the kind of creation that LeBron yeah, provides. Yeah, I, I think that's definitely one of the concerns. But I, I think Draymond is a good enough three-point shooter to the point where in this lineup, I would mm-hmm. probably let him just spot up. Would you trust Dre spotting up to win? If it's wide open, he's not taking that open. shot, man. He, he might not take uh, the shot. He's never taking it. He no, he's gonna ball. he's gonna facilitate. He just throw a crazy bullet else. pass that no one's expecting. To KD <laughs> and like, okay. All right. Would you switch your lineup at all if you if you knew that Cam was going with Oladipo? That's tough. Um, if he was going with Oladipo, I'm pretty confident in my team, honestly. Okay. Yeah, I would. I would keep it. Yeah, I really just have Oladipo for the hands. Yeah. Yeah, your team is. Almost unstoppable defensively, Cam. I mean, I mean, both teams are honestly like the the defense on display is almost more impressive than the offense. In yeah, either of these definitely. Lineups. Um, so with all that said, I think we ought to get into what the actual teams are. So the actual teams, um, other than the ones that Cam and Umar have chosen, um, Steph ended up with Giannis, Harden, DeRozan, and Embiid, um, which was what were we? Which was exactly the same. Um, as what he ended up with in real life, as what uh, as what Cam ended up with. Well, I didn't have. To, oh yeah, you did, did have DeRozan. You actually, yeah, you did get DeRozan. Yeah, cause I and then essentially Umar had the same team, but with Draymond, because we designated him as a starter instead of Demarcus. Um, so starters wise, it's the same, but you guys' benches veered off a little bit differently. Um, what are you guys' predictions for the actual game? How do you think it'll go down? Do you think they're gonna try? Let's preface it with that. There's some players who are going to try. All right, I'm looking at this list right now, and I would say Russell Westbrook is going to try. Definitely, yeah. Um, Giannis will try. Giannis is going to try. Uh, Joel Embiid is going to try, and they're going to pull him with like twenty in like 20 minutes immediately. They're just going to be like, no, you're not playing anymore. You're trying too hard. 
I don't know if Draymond is going to try. I think even if he tried, I mean, he's not really that great at scoring. Like, is he going to, he can't really, Draymond's not the uh-huh. type that would drop like 30. Or he anything. might foul out. That'd be You fun. think so? That'd be pretty funny. Clay doesn't really have to try to be good. Yeah, Clay would just show up and somehow end up with 40. So Trey doesn't, like, Clay doesn't try anyway, yeah, except exactly. on defense, obviously. Yeah. But, um, I guess my question is, do you think that the change in the way that they're doing the All-Star game mm-hmm. is going to change the way that the th- game is played? Because right. uh, not only did they do the uh, the captains this year, they also bumped up the, I just saw this, they bumped up the reward for winning the game. Right, yeah. It's now $100,000. Per player? Per player mm-hmm. for winning the game. When it used it to be. It used to be $50,000. Interesting. And the losers are remaining to receive $25,000 a player. Is there anyone on this team with a rookie contract? Porzingis. Porzingis, right? Yeah, that's about it, though, I think. But even to Porzingis, $100,000 is nothing. It might not be that much money, but it is another change. It seems like the league is trying to make the All-Star game something that they're caring about a little bit more. I mean, last year was pretty embarrassing in the way that they just kind of chuck up shots and walk by. So I... I mean, I think personally that um, the the monetary incentive might not do that much to change the game, mm-hmm. but the fact that there are captains now, maybe there will be rivalries in the future. I, like, I, I really enjoy the way that they changed it. I think it's cool. I actually agree with do, uh, like doing this as an exercise in trying to make the players uh, like care more or try more. It does the whole pickup basketball feel. All these guys relate to that. Everyone watching relates to that too, um, and. In terms of like looking at player rivalries that cross these, I mean the the issue with me the issue to me is that most of those quote unquote rivalries, they're on the same team. Exactly, yeah. So like, you would see Westbrook go at KD if they weren't on the same team. Exactly. Or, or Kyrie, Kyrie go LeBron, at LeBron. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, obviously Kyrie and Steph have been going at each other forever. LeBron and Steph have kind of run the league these past couple years. I mean, literally run the league. I mean, it's three in a row. Yeah. Um, and so, to them, they kind of see this as another headbutting time, maybe. Although they're both sort of these laid-back players, or these laid, not laid-back players, these laid-back people. So, I think there's actually one rivalry here that's it's starting up: uh, Embiid versus Westbrook. I don't know. Oh yeah, you, yeah. Uh-huh. If you guys point. saw the last yeah. game where Embiid got the dunk on him, they were and dunking then, all over each other. Yeah, yeah and uh-huh. then Westbrook was just dribbling the ball out the clock, and he uh-huh. was just staring at Embiid the whole time. So that might be one interesting. Yeah, it one. sucks that Larry Nance Jr. isn't on Team Steph because <laughs> he would just be going over KD the whole game. Yeah. Um, so in terms of who's gonna win, what are you guys' thoughts? Uh, well, b- before the injury, it really th- it seemed to me like LeBron's team was just so much better before Cousins' injury. Oh, let's stop there for a second. Who do we think is going to start instead of Boogie from LeBron's team? If you were LeBron or oh, Dwayne so Casey, who would in? you start over Cousins? Because uh, Cousins obviously out. Well, For me, it'd be Porzingis. Really? Yeah. So the other options are LaMarcus Aldridge and Kevin Love. I no, don't you, know. You can go any position. You can go any position? Yeah, you can go any position. Oh, uh, really? I'd say Paul George is probably going to get it. Yeah, maybe an off guard would yeah, be better. Yeah, because, I mean, he has, like... If you think about like a traditional lineup, KD could play the four, AD at the five, LeBron at the three, right? Stick PG at the two, and Kyrie at the one. It's, it's a little cool. more of an answer too to what Steph's team seems yeah, to be exactly. going with. Because Giannis at the four, at the four. Is yeah, a, like Steph went small, and I think LeBron's probably going to just match that. Honestly, this is a matchup nightmare looking at it because DeRozan has to guard one of Durant, LeBron, or whoever the new guy is, and if you don't go big, 
with your other guy, I almost feel like you're losing that. If you if you slotted Oladipo in there, Demar's chilling, right? That's true. Yeah. I mean, but the thing is, like, the starting lineup is going to be out in the, like the beginning of the game. Obviously, no one's going to really be trying at the start. They're just going to be chucking threes, yeah. maybe trying to. Except for DeRozan. <laughs> yeah. At the end, uh, like if they pull their starting lineups to close the game, that's mm-hmm. where that could get interesting. But I think. When you're closing the game, LeBron's going to slide in PG or some good defender anyway. Yeah, so I think probably. it's kind of like irrelevant. So, actual predictions though. Cam, what are your thoughts? I don't know. It really changed the game when uh, when Cousins got injured. Uh, I think I'd still go with LeBron's team. Um, I mean, I really like the KD, Davis, LeBron core. I mean... It doesn't get much better than that. They've got Westbrook off the bench. They've got Kyrie for everything else. It's just a good squad. Do you think Westbrook, like, taking over, quote-unquote, is going to hurt them at all? Because you know it's going to happen at some point. Yeah, I mean, it could. But I think LeBron on the team uh, might change that dynamic a little bit. I don't think he's as likely to really take over if, if if you've got someone if you got between LeBron and Kevin Durant I mean that's so much superstardom right there yeah. on the same team as you how much how much time with the ball can you expect but we'll see I guess mm-hmm. Umar. I'm gonna go with team Steph okay I mean even when like LeBron had DeMarcus and everyone was saying oh LeBron crushed him in the draft mm-hmm. I did think Steph's team has a chance only because like these things are a little tough to call it's really about who gets hotter <laughs> from three and just ends up making like a consecutive amount of them that team is going to pull away but I think Steph's team between him Harden Jimmy Butler someone Clay Thompson they have a lot of offensive firepower that I think might just end up getting them to win I think Harden might be getting a little bit too much credit though I don't I don't really think he's that great of a three-point shooter uh, I mean he takes what him, really I don't I mean know he's 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 good what? but like we're talking about the best players in the league right we're talking yeah, he's about like the third best he's, he's like, like the after third play, or fourth he's like the best, third or fourth yeah. best yeah, but I mean the other those other three are still in the well, game. Well, maybe he's here. worse than KD too. But. Yeah, K- yeah, KD's in the know. game. I think Harden might be a better shooter than KD. Off the dribble, absolutely. Yeah, right? for uh-huh. sure. I mean, I think he's he was to start the season he was making like like four or five a game, like near what Steph did in his MVP. If season. I had a, yeah, if I had an issue with Harden in this game, it wouldn't It'd be his be shooting defense. or anything on offense. It would be that he is going to get worked by K- KD at the start oh, of the game, yeah, like sure. immediately. Or one of one of DeRozan or Harden is going to get work to start this this game. That's true, but the All Star game really is about, I mean, how much offense you're slinging, right? They're not really ever going to play defense. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Giannis can play defense by just standing. So yeah, true. this is his wingspan is and very too. Yeah. So, yeah, I would personally take Team LeBron right now. Um, it would depend on who they're giving all of Boogie's minutes to. Um, if Definitely. they split it. Almost evenly between Porzingis and um, like give Porzingis some extra minutes they wouldn't normally give him and George, I think they'd have a really good shot. The problem really is that Boogie is so much better than the rest of the front court. Boogie is so f- like so far ahead of Lamarcus, Kevin Love, or Chris Stapps. Mm. I'm also not sure that I trust Mike D'Antoni with rotations. As a co- he's a great coach in terms of like scheme and stuff, but he's yeah. gonna play some weird lineups. He will. Like, he will. Imagine if D'Antoni puts out. Like a Curry, Lillard, Clay, Giannis, Draymond lineup or something. I'd like love that to see point. that though. It would be way. fun, it would wouldn't be it? Pretty fun yeah. to watch. Uh-huh. Or like lots of Harden at PG when Steph's out, which is going to be great. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to the game though. In general, I'm definitely going to watch it. Did not watch the Pro Bowl this last weekend. Oh, yeah. Don't watch the Pro Bowl in general. 
they had the um, the Pro Bowl uh, dodgeball game. Got to watch that. If you guys look that up on YouTube, that's a lot of fun. T.Y. Hilton is great <laughs> at dodgeball. Really good. Um, are you guys excited for this game at all? More so than previous years? No, I'm definitely more excited than previous years. I mean, it's always been historically pretty much a joke, but especially last year. But this this year, I, I'm pretty. I'm, I'm keen to see if they're trying harder. Yeah, the team Steph versus Team LeBron thing is definitely like an incentive to watch. But I mean, I'd definitely be more excited if like Kyrie and LeBron run opposite teams, Durant and Westbrook run opposite teams. But I mean, it's still gonna be pretty good. Yeah, maybe next year they should have the fans pick the teams. Think about that. Well, the problem with that is like the Laker fans will vote Kuzma in, and he's gonna be like, oh, stuck well, in. okay, like not like. First oh, of you all, mean Laker like after here, the I feel year. attacked. But second of all, um, <laughs> yeah, I see what you're saying. When you get to like, like there'd be a poll example for like Twitter or something, okay, yeah. and it would have after you pick the teams. Yeah, that could work. Yeah. Team like LeBron's Twitter account would be like, oh, who should yeah. I pick? And then they'll pick whoever that's voted in. I think that'd be interesting. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. What would be like the ideal, like amalgamation of the starters here, if just for like storyline's sake? Storylines. Um... Well, you have to have. You just have Steph and Kyrie together. Which is weird. Uh, that like, is as actually a fit. really weird to yeah, imagine. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, you definitely have Durant and Westbrook on opposite teams, but keep Embiid and Westbrook on opposite teams too. Yeah. So either Durant moves to Team Steph. You have to give Durant to Team yeah. Steph. Yeah. Um, the problem is there's not too many rivalries, honestly. Yeah. Like, NBA soft, man. Yeah. <laughs> these these new players. I'm a I'm 21 years old. It's a generational <laughs> gap. I'm telling you. Um, so when we look at what is allegedly the order of the all-star teams. Um, there's a there's a tweet put out by, I think it was NBC Sports, um, like the day of the all-star draft. And the players are ordered in such a way that I can't see any other, there's, there's no alphabetical consideration, no consideration with regards to like position. It just seems like they had the inside scoop on who, who got picked when. Uh, but obviously NBC Sports hasn't confirmed that this is this was the order. Do we think this graph here is the real order? Do we think that maybe the way that these teams are structured, that LeBron intended to pick Kyrie last, um, like is shown in here, um, or that he picked Kevin Love as high as he did? What are you guys' thoughts? I, I think for the starters, it makes sense, mm-hmm. especially because we have heard that Steph's, I think, first two picks were confirmed. Yep. But and LeBron's first pick. Yeah, yeah, I don't get the reserves at all. I think this doesn't really make... I, I can't see Carl Anthony Towns falling that low. Mm-hmm. So you think Steph with DeMar in his starting lineup is reasonable? I think based... I think he just... I think that's like... That means that Steph picked DeMar over Lillard, Butler... No, well, no, again, he can only you have pick, to pick yeah, the starters. starters. So he only picked them yep. over Embiid and Kyrie. Yep. Which I, I could see that. And, oh, and Boogie. Between the pool. Well, actually, not, oh, not well, no, because Boogie. Boogie got yeah, picked. Boogie yeah, got picked for, yeah, so I, I could see that happening. That's the right fit as Tomorrow a pick, too. Yeah, uh-huh. I think he yeah, made makes pretty... Sense. Yeah, starting lineups make sense. I just, yeah, like I said, I mean, some of them make sense. Like Westbrook maybe going first for LeBron makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I just don't see why Steph would wait so long to pick Carl Anthony Towns. And or Clay Thompson, even. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think he would have grabbed Clay Thompson yeah. as soon as he Probably could. first. Probably yeah. before uh, Butler, right? Exactly. So. Yeah, much before Butler yeah. a little bit. Interesting. Okay. So let's move on to how these players got picked. Um, we saw in when the media votes were released, the fan votes were released, and the player votes were released, that there were some discrepancies based on the actual picks. Um, the players had Kristaps starting and Embiid not starting. Interesting to see, you know, whether some of the players around the league are annoyed by Embiid and his antics and whatnot. Um, 
the fans, this is my favorite one. The f- all, all NBA fans hate James Harden except me, I feel like. Um, <laughs> they had Manu Ginobili in over James Harden. But somehow they also had Draymond Green in, who's also like a big like heel in basketball, over Boogie. How do we feel about that kind of a lineup? Imagine if it was Ginobili, Steph, together in the backcourt. <laughs> I mean, how like, hilarious! I, that I actually really like Harden. Mm-hmm. So like the fact that Ginobili was going to get voted in by the fans is just ridiculous. Yeah, I mean the fan vote's always really goofy. It's, yeah, it's hilarious. It Look at like sense. injured players, like Kobe's getting voted in yeah. all the time. And if Kobe was still in the league, he probably would've he been definitely would have gotten in. Yeah. If he didn't play a single minute this year, I mean Kawhi came close, right? I think yeah, Kawhi, Kawhi was yeah, really close. Exactly. Kawhi in the fan vote was seventh. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. So, and but yeah, that is weird. I would have expected the fans to. I mean, I know like Boogie has like some issues like off the court and whatnot. They say mm-hmm. like he's in anger or whatnot. But I mean, everybody hates Draymond. After we all. see those issues on the court, by the that way, that is true. Yeah, <laughs> but um, everybody hates Draymond. At least I thought so. Mm-hmm. After all the kicking and all the like crazy stuff that went down, so um, that was pretty surprising. Yeah, sometimes I feel like I'm over here on Draymond Island, too, a little bit. Um, So after that, the media, which is probably the most interesting of all of these picks, had LaMarcus Aldridge in over Boogie, which I don't, I'm not sure where the Boogie hate is coming from. Um, Boogie is first in RPM, if I'm correct, in terms of RPM wins um, in the league. He might be under Butler now. Yeah, he's under Butler now, but at the time he was first in RPM wins. Um, which is the, obviously everyone's favorite stat. Um, and uh, Aldridge is actually pretty low on that list as far as we're talking about just advanced statistical stuff. Um, but, I mean, Aldridge, obviously, third seed, playing with, as Cam said, D-leaguers. Um, how do we feel about the media's pick? Do we think they got it right, or do we think the overall consensus That got is it right? really weird to me, because I think Boogie is, is just so far and ahead of of so many of, of the front court players in the league. As a player, though, but are we sure as a player this season? This season? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I still he's, think, yeah, he can shoot threes. Yeah, I, I, I like Boogie. I think Boogie's having like one of the best years of his career. Yeah. So, like, not agree. It really yeah. is a shame that he got injured. Yeah. And it's such sure. a bad one, too. Mm-hmm. I think the media, honestly, like, I don't want to say they have a bias, but I do think that they're not like huge fans of Boogie mm-hmm. just because, you know, he does have a reputation. He can be, like, kind of confrontational with certain people. Right. And I think also the media is obsessed with, like, rewarding winning. So mm-hmm. they probably went with Aldridge for that reason. Yeah, that's true. So That is a good point. I never thought about that because... I mean, if Kawhi was playing, nobody would care about Aldridge. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Well, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I Aldridge still would have made it if Kawhi was playing. He could, yeah, because there are teams that get high so. and then they just reward them with two All-Stars, like yeah, Butler they would and need, Towns. They would have needed to be, like, the two seed, though. Yeah. They would have needed to be over Houston. I don't see that happening even with Kawhi. Uh, maybe that's short-sighted to me, though. I don't know. Um, so let's move into snubs. Um, this is always sort of my favorite um, edition of Twitter after the All-Star game. after Not the All-Star game, the All-Star uh, selections. Just because all of these NBA players tweet about, oh, Drummond is tweeting, oh, you know, whatever. I guess I'll do jumping jacks every time I score or whatever he said. Lou Will just tweets like SMH or something. Um, but none of these guys are calling out the players who they thought were in over them. Um, do you guys have any specific snubs that you were thinking of, with, with, except for Paul George, obviously, because now he's in technically. I wouldn't really call any of them snubs this year because I don't think anybody really got you know hammered by the voting. But I do think that Love, or excuse me, uh, I think that John Wall has had a really weak year. 
Um, mm-hmm. I agree with that. He's he's not, honestly not playing well. He's missed, I think, something like 11, 13 games. Uh, so it would be f- pretty fair if if Drummond got in over him. But I mean, Drummond's not doing well. They're like the ninth seed, so yeah, I can uh, see both sides. I wouldn't call it a snub. I wonder if you can even put Drummond in over. Can you? Where's the you can because there's two like alter. There's two utility players oh, on the okay, roster. I, see. I I think the East is even, so you could do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mumar, you got any snubs? I mean, I heard a lot of people saying CP3 should have been in there, and. I would say yeah, but he did miss. I think like it was 13, 14 He's games. Like an yeah, game. and like I was thinking like numbers wise, you could put him in over like Jimmy Butler. But again, Jimmy Butler's played like fourteen, fifteen more games. Yeah, and he's a big reason why Minnesota is as high as they are. So you can't just take him out. I, I think like there is a lot of backlash, but I think they got it right. Mm-hmm. Similarly to like before, people do say like, oh, Lillard got snubbed a bunch of times. But a lot of the times when you look at the, like... Yeah, no, the I record, wouldn't call it a snub. It's, it's not, definitely not as bad as some things like Harden, like, missing all NBA. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. just Scoring, ridiculous. like, 27 a game. Like, yeah. that to me is ridiculous. Like that's and seven yeah, or something. Yeah, exactly. that, yeah. that is a snub. Like, these, these I don't think, are that yeah. bad. Yeah. I, my favorite one was... Um, Kemba Walker not making the All-Star game after Michael Jordan said, I will only take an All-Star for Kemba Walker. And then Kemba Walker immediately wasn't an All-Star. Um, so, moving on from the snubs here... Actually, can we can we hop back into um, just the All Star game for a second though? Because I want to get you guys' opinion on something. So, in the recent new um, like the new conception of picking All Star starters, it's sort of a break from the rest of NBA history, where the rest of NBA history it was either the players or the fans, and they had the sole right to pick. Um, how do you guys weigh All Star appearances in terms of an all time great discussion now that it's sort of flipped on us because. We have a lot from Kobe, but now this year, like Manu is not getting the love that he normally would have gotten under the old system. In my opinion, at least, you really just can't look at the All Star votes mm-hmm. because, I mean, All NBA just makes a lot more sense to look at. It's a lot of the All Star uh, selections too come from injury reserve. Like you look at Paul George this year; mm-hmm. he wouldn't have made it. Uh, in pre- in previous years, things like that happen every year. Two or three players. So I, I don't like looking at the uh, all-star selections. That's true. There are some years that there are more all-stars than other years, right? And yeah. You can't you can't really compare them like that. Umar, what do yeah, you think? Yeah, I, I never really looked at all-star appearances when I was, like, gauging how good a player might, his career was. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, between the fan vote. Like, if you look at Kobe, you know, he, he was definitely, obviously, a top-ten player of all time, but I'm not going to say because he got those two or three extra all-star mm-hmm. appearances at mm-hmm. the end of his career that made him better than, like, Hakeem or, you know, that's just ridiculous. I'm actually not on the Kobe top 10 player of all time bandwagon. Really? I'll say it. I'll say it. No, I, he's my 11. I'll say it. 11? Um, like, longtime Laker guy, yeah. but 11. Um, wow. So let's move on to our events here. We have, obviously, the dunk contest and the three-point contest, the two actually most entertaining things about All-Star Weekend, or at least it has been so the last couple of years. The dunk contestants. Now, this leaked a while ago. And I'm not sure, because, you know, a lot of times in the NBA leaks something like to switch it up on us, like right before. It might have been set, and then they'll change it. But the dunk contests, as they were previously thought of, were at one time. And I think this will probably still end up being the dunk contestants. Dennis Smith Jr., Larry Nance Jr., a pair of juniors here, Aaron Gordon, and Victor Oladipo, the former teammates. Do you guys think they got those right? Uh, I might be biased, but I really like Donovan Mitchell in the dunk mm-hmm. contest. I mean, the guy throws down almost every game something wild. 
So I haven't wa- I haven't watched any uh, really Mavs games this year. I don't think so. I don't know, uh, but I really like Donovan Mitchell. He just throws down. My problem with Donovan Mitchell is that he can only jump off of two feet. Have you ever seen him jump off of one foot? <laughs> that might be true. I uh, mean, he gets a lot of fast break stuff. So yeah, that'd be tough for a dunk contest. Although his like he's probably been, if we're looking at just highlight dunker of the year. Yeah, it's I mean, probably in-game, Donovan Mitchell or Giannis. It's, it's yeah. gotta be yeah. Your thoughts, Umar? Um, well, here's the thing. I've never, like, been big of a, a, too big of a fan of the dunk contest. I mean, I like the mm-hmm. time when Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine went at each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but Zach Levine should have won that. Yeah. Hot take. I don't, I don't know Aaron Gordon did not take. get robbed. I, I, I like Zach Levine in that. I wasn't, like, a huge fan of the whole he got robbed thing. But, mm-hmm. like I said, like, that was one of the only entertaining ones I've seen right. in a long time. But... Dennis Smith Jr. is definitely really explosive. Larry Nance Jr., everybody remembers the KD dunk. But, oh, yeah. you know, hopefully he can get And like the Brooke some, Lopez dunk. Yeah. Hopefully he can get something creative. Aaron Gordon's obviously great. I didn't know Oladipo was, like, as athletic as... Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. I didn't know that, but... Because, uh, I mean, he's pretty much just making headlines now for just scoring like crazy, so... Yeah, Oladipo in college was this massive dunker. Um, he might have competed in the college basketball um, dunk contest, but I'm ne- going to need to Google that before I say that on a podcast. Um, are there any – so other than Mitchell, do you think there are any other guys who deserve to make it here? There are, like, people that I'd want to see, but the problem is they're not, like, big names. Mm-hmm. So, like, that sort of reduces their, like, important – like, being them in the dunk contest. Like, there's um, Terrence Ferguson, I think, on yeah, Oklahoma mm-hmm. City. Yeah, that was going to be mine, was Terrence there's, Ferguson. There's, um, I think – Derek Jones Jr. on mm-hmm. Miami. Is he? He's on. He's on the Heat. Still? Yeah, I think okay. he's, still, he's still on the roster. Yeah. So like, but like the thing is like, would you want to see those players? Because I remember when um there was a player. I think he was from the Jazz a couple years ago. I forgot his name too. Jeremy, uh, Jeremy Evans. Evans. Jeremy yeah. Evans. Yeah. The human pogo stick. Yeah. Like he was great and great dunks, but like. Yeah, he had a couple crazy. ones. Yeah. Do you want to yeah. see like Jeremy Evans winning these? Like, you know what I mean? I I don't know. After he painted a painting of himself yeah. and then dunked over the painting, I think he deserves that one. That's true. Yeah. Um. Dennis Smith Jr. has one of the funniest um, injury stories of all time in terms of like getting back to being a good dunker. So he actually tore his ACL, and when the doctors looked at his knee, they learned that he actually had two ACLs oh, yeah, in his right that, knee. Yeah. And so he was back to dunking like full stop like eight days after he tore his ACL. It's absurd. Yeah, that's wild. He's like a mutant. Um, so did he get surgery? Do you know? He did get surgery to remove the ACL. Oh, though. to get rid of oh, it. Oh my! Yeah. Uh-huh. So they just took the whole thing out. It's like D Wade in his meniscus, but right. he has the extra one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so who do you guys think is going to win this? I'm biased, so I'm going to say Larry Nance Jr. Um, and that's my pick. It's Larry Nance Jr. Yeah. No, I think that's a safe pick, but uh, they might just give it to Aaron Gordon for the for the mm. makeup for the makeup. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, regardless of what goes on, but I mean, he 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 was just going crazy in that in that against Zach Levine. So I could see him doing a great job again. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna go with Aaron Gordon too. I think he has like the creativity. I think Larry. I I haven't seen Larry Nance like I've seen him dunk on people, which is great. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Aaron Gordon is kind of proven in that you know he'll bust out some creative stuff for the for the dunk contest. Well, but is he proven though? Because last year he was also in the dunk contest and he was not good. Right, last year was bad. But I heard he was like injured, and that's why he was okay. like, unable to like do what he really. I'm willing to accept that yeah. he was injured. Now hoverboards not hot anymore, so no, he can't pull that one. Yeah, out. he can't pull that one. Out. Or drones. Or the drones. Also yeah, drones I not hot that. anymore. He's gonna have to do something else. That's maybe something. fidget spinners this year. <laughs> So That's something that I hope like they just cut down on like the insane like props. Tide pod dunks. Tide pod. <laughs> <laughs> like I just want them to like like jumping over people's cool doing like 
like tricks like mm-hmm. you know but like just no like what's the point of having a drone or like that because it really didn't make the dunk much better than like even if he landed no, uh-uh. it you know what i mean it's just like chris paul throwing you a lot like, exactly it's literally yeah the same it's thing. the same thing yeah. yeah um if you had the chance though omar would you eliminate props from the game that's tough because there's been some cool yeah there's some cool ones there that was they um do. gerald green blew the the candle mm-hmm. that was a good yeah. one mm-hmm. um like JaVale McGee did the the, the two two, two yeah two basket. I wouldn't eliminate him completely, but I mean like maybe they should get like a board to review it, <laughs> like because he can't be something crazy, you know. Like well, but then you'd have to submit all your dunks beforehand. Oh, that is true. Yeah, yeah. If you got the board to be like confidential enough, then, I then think I'll that would be, that. Cool. Yeah, that would be cool because then they could like vet the dunks and yeah, you'd exactly. have to show them first yeah, and right. stuff. Yeah, it'd almost be like WWE that way. Yeah. Um, so the three point contest is next. Although arguably we should have talked about this one first because maybe it deserves a little more. Um, scrutiny and more shine i guess because generally it's it's the more entertaining of the two at least in the past five years um so the contestants thus far who have announced are clay bradley beal kevin love eric gordon devin booker my favorite miami heats wayne ellington Yeah, same yeah and um there's of course two more who have not been announced yet now we do know that steph curry is sitting this one out he says he's waiting for next year in charlotte Mm -hmm. At which point he'll probably win that contest by probably twenty shots. He might hit every shot. Um, what are you guys' thoughts on the choices and who you guys think is going to win? The choices are good. I actually I just want to bring up the the top five uh, three point percentage players in the league are Clay at forty five point two, George Hill at forty five point one. Who's having a rough season, by the way? Yeah, Jason <laughs> Tatum. The Boston rookie at 44.2, Darren Collison at 44.1, and Marvin Williams at 44.1. I saw on Twitter the other day some, like, uh, Charlotte fan tweet something about, why is Marvin Williams not in the the three-point contest? And I was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) But I guess if he's that high up, um, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, the thing is, like, those don't really account for, like, volume. You know, like, all these right. guys on this list shoot. <coughs> I mean, Clay is number one. Well, Clay, yeah, definitely. Yeah. How many does Tatum take, though? Tatum, Tatum is, does take. Tatum takes, I think, Tatum two, takes three, three or four. He, he Tatum is, is really a phenomenal three point shooter. Yeah, definitely. So I wonder, because there are stats. I'm going to go on probably NBA.com at some point during this uh, podcast and look at, like, what the uh, what the three point percentage is on just a standing open three, because that's what's really going on here. Right, it's not yeah. contested yeah, or anything like it, that. No, it's not an in game three. It's a very different t- cut type yeah. of shot than a shot you're going to be getting. Plus, in the off game. the rack, so it's kind right. Of it's uh-huh. Off the yeah. rack, so it's e- either a better catch or a worse catch right, depending exactly. on the player. Yeah, and even a guy like uh, like if James Harden was in the contest, a left-hander can sometimes have different. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's different things with taking the rack from the left versus the right. Um, so, Cam, who's your prediction for the victory? Uh, also, who are your other two? If you had to pick two, if I had to get two more players, yeah, um, I think. For me, it's got to be between Clay and Kevin Love. I think that I think that Love is kind of underrated. And mm-hmm. uh, and he did win one a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah, I mean he he's a great three point shooter in Minnesota. So I got to go with Clay, but uh, Love is right there with him. I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. My other two picks, I, I'd have to think about for a second. Um, I don't. I don't know why Devin Booker is Devin Booker that good of a three point shooter. He's, he's pretty good. He's kind of a reputation guy, though. Yeah, that is I true. hear that. Like, what is his percentage this year? I mean, I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's decent. Um, I'm gonna look, go ahead and look that up. But he he did hit that amazing shot at the end of 
who were they playing that night? I forget, but there was a there's a shot where he hit almost from half court, fading away from three. Oh yeah, I remember that um, shot. Yeah, which maybe shot of the year. Devin Booker is shooting thirty eight percent, thirty eight point five percent. I think that's enough on seven attempts a game. That's pretty good. I that's think. pretty good. Yeah. yeah, on that many attempts, he's not going to win. Like let's no, be clear, he's not going to win. Yeah. Um, I don't think he is one of even probably the best ten shooters in the league, let alone the best eight. But he'll. Uh, he might make a little bit of noise. So you'd be between Clay and Love for you. Yeah. Okay. And your other two? Uh I like I like McCollum. That would be mm-hmm. interesting. Um and I'm trying to find another one here. <coughs> Can I, I know mine? I know Reddick's been in it before. Yeah, Reddick would was gonna be one of mine too. Um if I had to pick two, it'd probably be Reddick and James Harden. Yeah. I wanna see another star in this. Or actually, you know, I'm gonna take James Harden back. I'm gonna take JJ Reddick back too because he said that uh, um, he said the dinosaurs probably don't exist. Um, sure. I'm gonna go with Kevin Durant. Oh, that's a good one, yeah. Because we haven't seen Kevin Durant in a three-point contest yet, to my knowledge. Um, and I think he could make some noise because, as a guy who's, you know, seven feet tall, there's a lot of motion in your shot, and he might get more tired. But I want to see how that plays out. So it'd be interesting to see a true seven-footer like KD. Go in the in the three point contest, Umar. What do you think? To your point, KD actually was in the three point contest. Was Back he in now? 2011? He only scored seven points. Seven points? Yeah, I think. In 2011. Yeah. Okay. Um, but well, so I want to see him redo. Although he's probably scared now to do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he doesn't want to do it. Yeah, now. he's already got like too much of a reputation going on with the NBA. Yeah, fans. No, he's probably out now. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> when I googled Kevin Durant three point contest 2011. The first thing that pops up is a YouTube video that says why Kevin Durant shouldn't have been in the three point contest, not have been, of oh, been. Yeah, um, so yeah, I'll take I'll take Reddick, and um, I'll take James Harden. And if I was to pick a winner, it'd either be Ellington or Kevin Love. I'm gonna go with um, Harden because another star and Paul George mm-hmm. is having a great season, forty two percent from three on I think like seven or eight attempts a game, which is crazy. Um, and for me, I think Clay is the favorite, with Aaron, Eric, uh, Eric Gordon being like a second. Mm-hmm. But Defending like, champ. yeah. But my Shows dark respect. horse would be Wayne Ellington. I mean, he's yeah. he, crazy oh for Miami. <laughs> like, I, the only thing that I would be kind of worried about is a lot of his shots in Miami are like coming off screens and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how that would translate to the the contest. But yeah, as a pure shooter, he's definitely one of the best on this list. Yeah, his. Something changed in him this year. He he attributes it to Spolster because he just told him to keep shooting. Like he's taking, I, I think, like ten threes a game. It's absurd, it's insane right? for like a player that. Yeah, Miami's one of those places where players go there and then they just yeah. they come out a different person. Exactly, like James Johnson, Deion Waiters yeah. was playing Deion really Waiters well before he hurt his ankle. LeBron yeah. even. Yeah, yeah, even LeBron started yeah, posting yeah. up because he went to Miami. Yeah. So. so that is that is a really I, I do think Ellington probably has the has yeah. the best shot here. Although I mean. Again, a lot of Ellington shots are like fadeaways and yeah. stuff like that. He kind of has that, that like clay in him where you know how clay his feet can be like way and pointed just, to yeah, one side and he'll just, still hit the, the shot. The upper body is just exactly the same every time. Yeah. Um, so last thing, if I could pick the last two, if I didn't, if it wasn't like who deserved it, I'd want to see uh, Markel Fultz and Lonzo Ball. Um, <laughs> and uh, maybe Markel Fultz should. Uh, 
do a three-point contest with Kevin Hart at halftime. Oh, man. That would be re- I think Kevin Hart would win. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, no, well, Kevin Hart beat Draymond, remember? He, yeah, yeah, he did beat Draymond, yeah. So, so we need to find a guy to shoot with Kevin Hart every single year. I think Fultz is the right pick Fultz this year. Fultz would probably tear up his entire shoulder doing that contest, honestly. <laughs> if he's actually injured. Yeah. Is Fultz actually injured? I don't even know. I think he's just nervous. <laughs> And, or, or maybe we can have well, I don't. It'd probably be the same result. But you remember last year when um, Steph Curry was shooting for oh no, that was Craig horrible. Thing. Oh, that was really bad. And he couldn't oh, yeah, hit a half court shot. So bad. Right, so if Markel Fultz did that, we probably have the same result. Although but. there's a video of Markel nailing um, a full court shot backwards. You're oh, throwing yeah. it with the uh-huh. same shoulder that he's injured with, so yeah. I don't really know what's well, going it's on. It's a different motion, right? I'm sure. It's I mean, like he the, threw it back. This. I still, but I feel yeah. like if you if you can't get the ball up in a shot, that's a good point. It's like <laughs> why should we throw in the ball 94 feet across? To like, I don't know. So if if there was if there was another million dollars in cancer research money out there, who would you pick <laughs> to shoot that half court shot? I don't know why Curry had so many problems with that. Uh, no. Well, he was wearing jeans, wasn't that he? That is true. He was wearing jeans and like his like whatever like regular shirts. Although Harden like. came up like during the when they were shooting the regular shot, yeah, you know, and he he was in like a collared shirt, oh, yeah. and like dress shoes, and he was still knocking down like almost every <laughs> single one. Um, uh, here's my here's my pick for that. I would take Andre Drummond, and I'm gonna tell really? you why because Andre Drummond has hit some incredible half court shots in his career. Um, he hit the one from the opposite free throw line. I think it was, might have been against Phoenix, but I can't remember exactly. Um, that was all net. Oh, I think I remember seeing that one. Yeah, yeah. That's Maybe crazy. one of the best shots, like in terms of if that was if you were actually trying to hit that. Yeah, in NBA yeah. I don't know about full court shots, but I've seen Wiggins hit some insane mm-hmm. like half court nonsense. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one against uh, the the Thunder at the end of a game, and it was just uh-huh. like what. <laughs> um, so assuming that that charity thing doesn't happen this year um we'll move on to the rising stars game now this i think the roster of these caused a little bit more controversy than the actual (coughs) all-star game um because there was some talk about specific players being left off um now of course headliners donovan mitchell kyle kuzma alonzo ball dennis smith brandon ingram maybe maybe doesn't deserve that maybe does chris dunn malcolm brogdon the president um, Jason Tatum, John Collins, a little bit of a weird pick, but John Collins is playing really well this year. Um, and then the world team is just stacked. I don't see the U.S. winning this game at all. Um, you got Ben Simmons, obviously. You have Joel Embiid, obviously. Markinen, Jamal Murray, Damantis Sabonis, who's had an incredible year. Um, Saric, Bogdan Bogdanovic, or is Bogdan? I think it's Bogdan. Um, Natilakina, Frankie Smokes, um, Dylan Brooks, and Buddy Heald. That that's murderer's row to me in terms of the young players in the league. I don't see the world team losing in that game. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I mean, Embiid, Markinen is having an amazing season for Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buddy Heald, you know, Vivek's favorite player. Right, of course. Uh, we got Sabonis is having big like Clay shoot like Steph, shoot like Steph, <laughs> big like Clay, uh, and then yeah, I mean like. That's just a stacked lineup. I, the, the USA definitely has some great players. Donovan Mitchell is amazing. Mm-hmm. Jalen Brown is having a really great season. So is Jason Tatum. Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball is, you know, <laughs> up and down. You know. <laughs> yeah, uh, I wouldn't call that a great Kuzma, season. Kuzma is really good. Mm-hmm. Really talented player. Mm-hmm. I think they'll go at each other. I think just Embiid and Simmons just like yeah, stand Yeah, it's really out. just Embiid and Simmons are so much better exactly, than the rest than of the Exactly, anybody pack. else on the roster. Yeah. I mean, Jalen Brown, I would say, is kind of like getting close to that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean Embiid and Simmons are top. Yeah, they're top. Play- I mean Embiid's an all-star. Simmons is putting up like numbers in his rookie year that we haven't seen since LeBron like 
it's insane. Right. Um, how do we feel about Deer and Fox getting left off that list? I think I'm pretty much fine with that. Um, who are you gonna Who are you gonna move off for him? Let me Let me see. Hold on. Could be Chris Dunn. Maybe? I would take Chris, Chris Dunn, Dunn off there pretty pretty easily, honestly. Um, Chris Dunn has been really on and off. I mean, in his whole career, this year has been a little better. I think numbers wise, Dunn is better than numbers Fox. wise. Darren Fox is terrible. Yeah, numbers I'll put wise, that out there he right is pretty bad. Uh-huh. So I feel like that's kind of what they're taking into account. Mm-hmm. I know Fox though, since he came back from his injury, is really playing well. And Fox so, is definitely more of like a quote unquote All Star game type player. Than, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think like going forward, Fox is definitely going to be better. Mm-hmm. But at the moment, I really like I can't really justify knocking anybody off. What about um, OG Ananobi getting left off the world team for Dylan Brooks? Yeah, that's something that I would fix. I think OG's a really good player. Yeah, and also like Great Britain hasn't really been represented that well. Yeah. So it'd be really cool to have someone from there. Definitely. Um, so the starting lineups: Embiid, Simmons. Frankie Smokes healed Markinen, I guess, for the world Could team. Be. I mean, are they going to leave Sarge out? Probably. I would. I think Markinen's probably a better yeah, fit for yeah. that than Sarge. Hmm. Um, and then Lonzo, Mitchell, Tatum. They don't really have any bigs is the issue with that the is USA true, team. That is true, yeah. Like, they don't. Embiid will be just feasting down the there. The world team has a really interesting... Front court. They don't really have a lot of shooters mm-hmm. at the guard position. I mean, Buddy healed, but that's not. They have Jamal Murray. I think he Jamal Murray is sort of an alleged shooter, though. Yeah, he, he's <laughs> yeah, kind of like you think... expect him to make it, but he's not really yeah. going to make it yet. So. Yeah, Jamal Murray is a is, is the guy on the grassy knoll. You the, thought he the shot shooters on the yeah. USA. I like a lot more. Jason Tatum, uh, Donovan Mitchell, Brandon Ingram. Kuzma can shoot too. I feel yeah. That'd do you be, think yeah. um, the future of this? Do you guys think the future of this game is a lot like the All Star game, where they just go to draft, and you pick two guys? So it, this year would be probably Embiid and Simmons. Yeah. Um, although I could see, I kind of fans like voting USA in ball. Uh-huh. The USA versus world thing. Uh, I think it promotes the. I think they're trying to promote like a, a global game. Yeah, definitely. Rather than you know just make it a young guys thing. Mm-hmm. So I, I can see them sticking with this for financial reasons yeah it's interesting that we can do this with um young guys but we can't really do this with the actual all-stars yeah that's true i I feel like that's because we're at a point where the league might be getting more international yeah it's getting now Mm -hmm. so like these young guys maybe in like 10 15 years when the game grows even more you would be able to do that with the all-star game yeah that'd be an interesting yeah right now it's pretty much just homegrown players are dominating okay so let's move on from that um, the last thing I want to tackle here is just fixes to the All-Star game. Um, I do think, I, I think most of us think that the All-Star game as it's currently conceived in most sports, but specifically football and basketball. Um, basketball is probably the second biggest offender. Honestly, I don't have that many problems with the baseball All-Star game. Um, is really, really in need of some reform. I mean, the way that they did it this year without televising the draft, um, to me, that's the biggest offense that they made. Um, but things like, you know, keeping um, keeping it twelve and twelve, so that the East is less, lesser rep or more represented than they should be. Um, the idea of the starter reserve distinction—that's kind of, I think, out of date in terms of positional stuff. Um, and then the biggest thing that stuck out to me was the the fact that it's not a snake draft. Um, when I saw the the rosters, it's like, of course, Team LeBron is better because they they had picks. They had picks one, three, five, seven, and yeah. nine. 
And so literally every time they're getting the better player. Um, what do you guys think are sort of some of the solutions to fixing, quote-unquote, the All-Star game? So you want the no East-West? Is, is one If of I could choose it, I'd propose. go no East-West. Because, it, I mean, if you look at it, look at the, the quote-unquote snubs this year, it's fairly even. But I mean, the biggest the biggest couple are yeah. I mean, it's CP3, interesting that they would keep Drummond. the East West division when they're moving away from an East versus West. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I would imagine that the reason it was like that in the first place was so that they could play against each other in kind of like a right. rivalry fashion, uh-huh. similar to the finals. But obviously, that doesn't motivate anybody. But yeah, I mean, now that it's changed, it doesn't really make sense to to not pick just the best players in the league. Um, I don't know. That's interesting. What do you think, Anumar? I think it's going to be tough to like completely get rid of that one because I'm, I'm guessing any change they propose has to be agreed upon by the players' union. Mm-hmm. And a lot of players would have something <laughs> built in their contracts where like, if I get all-star, I get X amount of money added to my... you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so maybe people in the East will be like, I don't want that change because then you're potentially losing out on... You know your incentive because well, that, that's if more people in the East have that clause in their contract right exactly the yeah I feel like yeah. yeah so and I don't know East GMs are generally a little bit less uh, I guess intelligent yeah maybe. <laughs> at least at least lately yeah so maybe so, uh, maybe um, there's more of those over there but to to fix like the All Star game I think televising the draft is definitely something that would help that that would just make it like that's just for fan you know enjoyment Snake Draft is definitely like a must have because like it, the way it's currently constructed is. Like you said, Steph loses at every pick. Yeah. There's no like logic behind it. And he that. wins at every bench pick, which yeah. is also just weird. Yeah, yeah, which is weird, yeah. And then I think something that could help, so a lot of people have proposed this, is um the winning team like chooses a charity of their choice, and they get mm. to donate like some amount that like the league can predetermine. Although, again, St- uh, Steph Curry is an example. Having a charity doesn't necessarily <laughs> mean you're going to make your shots. Right, exactly, <laughs> yeah. So I think that might make them want to play more. Because, again, like 100K like added, is, it's good, but... Mm-hmm. To majority, so a guy like LeBron, like that's like what less than one percent of his salary. So like, what that's is, just his NBA salary yeah, too. Exactly. Like, not yeah, even not his, even like, counting his Nike salary. shoe. Yeah. yeah, and all the like McDonald's, Samsung endorsements. Mm-hmm. So like, for people like that, it's not going to change. I think that like, the charity is one way to go. And if we're, when it comes to like East versus West, mm-hmm. um, definitely yeah. There's really no point if you think about it. It's kind of like archaic now because even if they're not really versing each other conference wise, what's the point? And it can only like inhibit certain people that might be more deserving from getting into the game. Well, do we think that this year there's anyone who didn't get in from the West or East because of the conferences, though? Like, I, maybe, maybe you put Drummond in there over. I think I think CP3 gets in over John Wall if we're yeah, talking about yeah, like, John Wall. Yeah, that's, yeah, the one. that's right. obviously yeah. the one. Or Lou Will instead of if you're a Lou yeah, Will guy. Somebody, yeah, right. Somebody's going over. Yeah, John someone's. Wall. And then uh, let me see. Which is was. weird that Bradley Beal is like. The we should keep him in the yeah, All Star game. And this year, John Wall yeah. isn't, but that's totally right. Yeah. I mean, that's the the right take. Yeah. Um. So, what are you guys' thoughts on, um, the the way that the draft went down in terms of the televising, televise it, let's not televise it. Well, I think that it was probably smart of them to not televise it, especially in the first year that they do the change. So I can see, I could see why they did it, and it's still gotten a lot of like people to look at and look at the game. Um, so I think that's totally fine. I think that they will move toward televising it in the future. Mm-hmm. I think, I think, I think even maybe Curry tweeted like they should have televised. Yeah, like, LeBron, 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 LeBron said yeah. they should uh-huh. televise, and he's like, yeah. yeah so I think they'll do that in the future, especially if the players are comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the issue was that the I think it was the players, the players association, association. Yeah. 
Although Chris Paul is the head of the Players Association, and if Chris Paul was in here, he would have been picked pretty high. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll see. I think that they'll probably move toward that. Yeah, yeah hopefully they will. It would be funny, though, because remember, um, did you guys watch... I don't remember what year this was, but there was a TNT oh, the Charles all-time Barkley all-star. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Charles Barkley, Allen Iverson, number <laughs> the one. Allen Iverson. It would lead to some great TV moments yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, that was actually a really fun watch. Yeah, wow, They chose their like all-time, uh, all-time team, teams yeah. from like the best like 100 players. Kevin McHale would only pick Celtics, Celtics players. Yeah. <laughs> and he did a good job, too. He ended yeah, up he getting a pretty good that. team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I, think, I think Steve Kerr had the best Steve team. That's when we saw Steve Kerr's Steve Kerr was just smarter than everybody else. skills, all that stuff put together. Um, so I think that pretty much wraps us up. Um, I just want to say thank you to both you guys. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Parker W Houston. Um, you can obviously follow the voice, um, at Georgetown voice or at the Georgetown voice. I'm actually going to look that up because this is the first time I've done that and I don't want to mess it up for the people out there. We might have fake accounts. You know, the voice doesn't have any burner accounts, but there can be people, you know, leeching the followers, I'm sure. Um, at GU Voice Sports on Twitter. We're also at G-Town Voice. Um, Cam, you'd like to share your own information? Look up Cam. If you Google him, he's got articles. <laughs> That's all I want to say. Um, Umar? Uh, no Twitter, but yeah, you can uh, check out the articles. Y'all have Instas? Oh, I did, but I don't anymore. Okay. Good call, by the way, for the future. Um, all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Sports Sermon, and we'll uh, catch you next time. <laughs>